Welcome to the Original Design Restored Podcast. I'm Katie Tremonti, and I'm happy to have you here today. Uh, today, I'm excited for this episode because I have Val here. Hello. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Val is my husband, and he's also a huge supporter of Original Design Restored. He's the president of our board of directors, and he's kind of behind the scenes of almost everything we do. So one of the things he's been behind the scenes on is our original design restored workbook that's coming out at the end of May. And if you're listening to this episode after the end of May, it's already out. So this will just tell you a little bit more about it. Val was on a team of people last summer, so summer 2022, that read through an early draft of the workbook. And as those, as that group of people read through the workbook, they gave me feedback, their thoughts. And, and so I had Val on today just to share some of his thoughts about working through the workbook, the early draft, and then you actually just worked through it again the last couple of weeks. So um, I was going to ask your thoughts just in general about the workbook, but also you're the first guy that we've had that has worked through the ODR content. So for those of you who already know or are new to ODR, most of our content up until this point has been female focused. And while the content is general and could be applied to anyone, kind of our focus has been women and Definitely our design has been design work and um, aesthetic has been female focused. But with this workbook, uh, Val was the first guy to go through it and gave some really good feedback. And one of our board members also suggested that we kind of open up the workbook to be available to anyone and not female focused specifically. So Val, you're also going to give us kind of some perspective on how this workbook would apply to guys too. Mm -hmm. But to start... Will you just give me a little bit, tell me a little bit about what your experience was like working through the workbook in general? Yeah. Um, overall, I really enjoyed it. I think you're, you've always been gifted at facilitating transformation and creating things that get you to pause or just kind of listen long enough to find what's really going on. And I think the workbook does that really well. So overall, I think I grew from it. It was like refreshing and encouraging and transformative. And I think I was changed like through the process and I was really happy to do it. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. What would you tell someone to expect just the general process? What, what should you expect if you're going to download this workbook off of our website or buy it on Amazon? What should you expect with this workbook? I think I don't know how to, it's probably to describe it would be kind of like a guided journey, I guess, um, sort of like a devotional, but not. Not so specific in terms of, I guess, most devotionals I've seen are very like focused on the, a certain aspect or some detail. And this is more a broad strokes of truth and then reflective and interactive with God and hearing kind of what he's saying to you or what's happening inside you. So I guess it would be like a, a guided journey and kind of an assessment of like where you are and what's happening. Mm, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah kind of what's going on. I think it's a good like personal assessment of where you are personally and spiritually and really your whole life. And then um, some action to take based on that assessment. That's a really good mm -hmm. summary. Yeah. Thanks. I like that. Thanks. So that's the general, but then as a guy, so you're a man and this is the first time we've had a man work through the ODR content. What about this content would be helpful to men in general? One of the things that was the most helpful for me or the the first time I went through it that was the most impacting was just pausing every time before starting a section to reflect on what I was feeling. And I 
I think a year or whatever we did it the first time. I don't think I was in the practice that much of naming them. So it was sometimes a challenge to actually feel what I was feeling. And I think for men in particular, not to be totally stereotypical, but I don't know that we always know what we're feeling. And I've, one of the things that happened outside of this book and with this last time through was realizing I often, I'm always feeling something and I'm not always aware of it. And usually when I'm not aware of it, I'm living out of those feelings. But when Mm -hmm. I become aware of them, I, can say what they are and then I'm, it's kind of like I'm on top of them or I am, I'm processing them and integrating them into my experience rather than just being run by them. So I think for men, it really helps to just have you pause every time instead of just like work, 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 I'm going to get through the book. (laughs) Like every time you start a section, you have to stop and not really get anything done, but reflect on where you are. And I, that's unique, I think, to this and was really helpful in terms of actually like clearing things out to be ready to face whatever is coming in that chapter. And it was powerful for me. And I think for most men, that would be a really powerful thing if they let themselves really feel what they're feeling. Yeah. Which I want to reflect back what you're referring to. So Mm -hmm. at the start of every chapter is just a self-awareness section. And what, what you're talking about is uh, every chapter starts the same is to kind of pause and reflect. And so before you get into the content of every chapter, there is that pause and reflect place. And it sounds like that was really significant. And even, and you said not to be stereotypical, but in general, the pause and name what you're feeling and find out is a hard thing to do yeah. for anyone. But yes, for men, that is true. Well, I think the, for most men, I would think the tendency is to like get done with, you know, like accomplish the chapter or get to the material or even get to the logical part of thinking through the truth or understanding it. And it pauses you and gets you into what's actually happening around you outside of just logic and processing, like outside of just your thinking. Yeah, it sounds like it brings, in your experience, it like brought you into. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very much. Whatever the truth was or whatever the logic was, it brought you as a person, your real self into that Mm -hmm. space. Yeah, becoming present. Like it helped you actually to be present with yourself before you engaged in anything. Mm -hmm. Anything else specific for men that you found helpful? Well, I mean, I think the whole thing is helpful for anyone. I mean, I think it is. So, but in terms of specifics for men, I would say the reflective part at the beginning is probably one of the most beneficial, I think. Whereas everything else, I think, is for both. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. Okay, so then kind of scaling back from the male perspective, just you've worked through this workbook now twice. So you did it last summer when it was kind of rough draft, and then you did it a couple weeks ago. Um, What you know about it and your experience of it and what I love, I love that you shared, like, it also just made space for you to kind of steward your emotions. Like, that was one of the things you got from mm-hmm. it. But then in general, like, who would you recommend this workbook to? And who would benefit from going through this workbook? And yes, it'd be good for anybody. But like, really specifically, like, like who would it be really helpful to pick this up and start? Mm-hmm. I mean, I really do think anyone and everyone would benefit from going through it. I think, as I was thinking about this, uh, I think there's a couple specific kind of applications. I mean, one, I think this is a good assessment and kind of review. Like this would be a good thing to go through every year or something too, Mm. or whatever time period to kind of just re like re glance at the gospel and then kind of reassess where your life is and where you are spiritually and what's happening and what God's saying. And it's a pretty good, I think, discipleship tool of just your overall assessment. So I think anyone who's wanting to just kind of refresh and see where they are. So that could be anyone again. 
I think. It also would be, I think, good for a small group, like two to four people or uh, some kind, or even bigger, I guess. But some kind of small, because some of the sharing is going to be pretty intimate, I think. So even if it's a bigger group, having a smaller group within that you can talk to, I think is another good application for it. Uh, but pretty much anyone who's hungry and wants to be transformed, uh, someone who feels stuck in, you know, patterns or is just tired of, like they feel like they have a church experience or a religious cultural experience, but not really transformation or Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think those people would benefit a lot from looking at this. Yeah. I think it would give them a fresh perspective and some engaging, not just head knowledge things. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Which, and that's like a significant part of the workbook is practical tools and mm-hmm. kind of experiential, like taking, so there's three sections in the workbook. There's um, the gospel section, personal narrative, such your story and kind of experiential learning, which is the tools. And so it does take like the gospel solid, like discipleship material, but kind of brings it into like everyday practical tools in life. So yeah, yeah that would be really helpful. I think it really, it's really helpful for movement. Like if you feel mm-hmm. stuck or you mm-hmm. don't know where to go next, you know, even if you're, going through the Bible or you already in a some kind of group, if you just feel like you're not really moving, mm-hmm. I think this would help move, start to make things move yeah. in your life. Yeah. Kind of a, a beginning springboard or mm-hmm. like a catalyst. For, yeah. That's a good word for change or something to shift. And if you don't know where to start, like this will really guide you and you kind of find the point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any other thoughts about the workbook that you want to share about? Um, no, I just think you wrote it really well. And I think there's a lot of really good truth in it. But again, I think the biggest goldmine is probably how good you are at asking questions and facilitating somebody really reflecting on where they really are, finding themselves and then finding God in that too. And allowing him to change us, you know, like you do a really good job at that. I think this is what it, that's probably the the best thing about it, I think. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Which I'm thinking about what you're saying. I think as I'm processing it, because this is the first time I've gotten to talk with someone else on the microphone about the workbook. What I'm thinking about is this wouldn't be a book to pick up and kind of like fly over the top of it. Right. It's not a book to read. No, it's really not. I mean, like you could do that. <laughs> that is possible. You could do that. Yeah. Um, but I think to really engage the content is to stop long enough to process the questions that are there, Mm -hmm. to reflect in the spaces that are for reflection, to do the exercises that are in kind of the experiential learning piece. And so it kind of, to really get, like when you're talking, what I'm thinking is like to really get what you can get out of this workbook, you have to really give yourself to the process or you have to really like be willing to almost like allow yourself to be seen by yourself and by God and take the time to engage it. It's not... Yeah, I, d- I think it's not for someone who just wants to like accomplish a book and yeah. get and get some new information that's going to help them. It is for someone who wants to take the time to actually heal or transform or meet God in a new way. I think to do this, like to go through the book is the benefit. It's not to like finish it. Mm-hmm. So the book itself is the enjoyment, like yeah. the actual exercises in the even the reflective part, like really sitting in that is what is like what you're writing the book for. It's not accomplishing the book. So I would coach someone to not like take as long as you want to get through the book, as long as you're setting aside a chunk of time every week or so to like sit down and do it. And that's probably how I think would be the best is just set aside like an hour or two every week and just do one portion, you know, and like really be in that part. Totally. 
and it could be daily if you have like a week off or something. But for regular life, it seems like it's too much to do to try to read in a week or something. Uh, It's really a journey. And I think I would approach it that way. And like finding God in every chapter is the the gold of the whole thing. Not like getting through the material. Yeah, it's like an opportunity to meet with God. Yes. And like, don't miss that for like trying to, oh, I'm going to put two words down for my emotions and move on. You know, like there's a place there where he'll meet you and what you're feeling if you really let yourself describe what's actually happening. And the first time I went through, that was the most powerful and transformative part was just the naming the emotions and like really feeling what I was feeling. So even that is like, it would, it changed me. And that's enough to just sit in that. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> sure. Thank you. Well, that's kind of the the whole goal of our episode was to talk about mm-hmm. the workbook. I'm going to do some wrap-up thoughts, but before I do, do you have anything else you want to say? I think my last thing was, I know you're going to offer this as a free download. Oh, yeah. I think for me, it was really helpful to have the physical copy. Oh, yeah. So I like paper and writing on it <laughs> and the activities you're going to want to write on. So I think it's great you have the digital that's for free. But to really work through it, either print it, you know, or just order it. Cause I would, I think the physical really does help with the whole sense of like doing the activities, yeah. you know, that's, that's my actually, own plug. Yeah. Know? That's a really good <laughs> insight. So like on that note, on May 30th, it'll be available for purchase and it'll also be available as a downloadable PDF on the ODR website. And so if you're listening to this before, you can sign up for the launch team. That's the way you can stay in the loop of when it comes out. But after May 30th, the link will be on the show notes. I'll come in and change it and make sure that we have the right link on the show notes. So you can click to to download the book or to purchase it. But the I think the physical copy is really significant. And really, if you want to go the freeway, like the uh, not costing money way, not like the highway, you can go to the Original Design Restored website and that link will be on in the show notes in general anyway. And you can download the free downloadable PDF so you don't have to spend money on that. And you could print it off. Like that's one way to have a physical Or you could just copy. print the exercises, the, that's those true. pages. Yeah. But there's a lot of writing too. Yeah. So it's not that expensive on Amazon. I would go for it. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. So I think it's like 84 pages. So by the time you print 84 pages. Yeah, it's going to cost you more. Yeah. So we kind of kept the price pretty inexpensive on Amazon so that it would be really accessible for just about anyone to purchase. So so you can download it, you can print it from your downloadable PDF, or you can order it on Amazon starting May 30th. And that's where you can find the the workbook. And if you're hearing this before May 30th, you can still sign up for the launch team, and that link will also be in the show notes. Did you want to say anything else before I... I think you made you made a leader's guide too for anyone that oh, wants yeah. to do it on <laughs> as a small group. I wanted yeah. to mention that because I think it's really helpful if you want to try to lead a group of your friends through this without feeling like the weight of having to create a whole thing. Yeah. You created something to help people do that easily. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, and it's actually a really simple leader's guide. So it's not um, super complicated. If you want to work through this with a small group, like Val mentioned, two to four, or if you have a bigger group, breaking into smaller groups for some of the more um, private, intimate, vulnerable sharing, you get into smaller groups within your group that's bigger than two to four. But the on the website, there will also be the leader's packet. And it's just a very simple leader's packet. I include kind of a breakdown of, Um, how much time to spend on what part. And then there are three focus questions for each chapter. So it would be really simple to gather with your people and ask those three questions and be able to reflect on the the content together from each chapter. So good thought. I've forgotten about that. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Okay. Anything else that I'm not thinking of? No. Okay. That's it. Yeah. I think (laughs) it would have been helpful. Like I partly wish I had another person, even one that Uh I was going through with at the same time that we could then talk about it. Yeah. you know, and share some of the things. Yeah. 
So I think even if you had one other friend and yeah. you guys just did it on whatever pace and then met up and talked about it, it would be helpful. Yeah, that's a good insight. Mm-hmm. Even just one friend to talk together about mm-hmm. what you're processing and kind of going through that growth journey together mm-hmm. um, and being able to share your thoughts with someone else. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Thanks. So uh, all of the links for where to find the workbook and the launch team, if it's before May 30th, the workbook, if it's after May 30th, the leader's guide, our website, all of that will be in the show notes. And then just a couple original design restored updates. This is going to be kind of our last podcast episode for a while. So we're going to kind of pause the podcast, um, take kind of the summer to, well, be off, honestly, and enjoy the summer. And then um, in the fall, if you're in the Tulsa area, we the ODR will be starting a new growth group. And our growth groups are basically our discipleship in-person small groups that meet weekly um, for a set amount of time. So if you are interested in joining our growth group in the fall, I'll be announcing dates for that soon. So you can be following on our website or on our email list or on Instagram to stay kind of connected to that. And then One other thing that we've added recently is a free resources tab on the website. And we, I continue to upload some new free resources pretty frequently right now. So in addition to the workbook, there are some other kind of like handouts or one page exercises that you can do. So if you're looking for something to kind of jump, jumpstart your summer, there are some resources available on the website. And then for now, until we talk to you again, this will be a pause and I will just kind of pray us out with a blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his face towards you and give you peace.